Welcome to the Randy Gravit Leadership Podcast. My name is Caleb Stanley. Excited about today's episode, Randy, on coaching. Yeah, it's just going to be good. <laughs> coaching, you know, we hear this word a lot, and it's almost like a buzzword, but you've been a coach for a long time. And you started in sports, and now you're a business coach. Why is that word so important to you? Yeah, it's, it's, it is an important word, and I have been a coach for a long time. I think <laughs> about 30 years been uh, coaching people and just in a lot of different contexts and a lot of different environments. And I, I think it is such an important word yeah. because I, I've, you know, I grew up playing a lot of sports and, and then through the years I've had people who have led me and it's just always been good to, uh, to, to make progress, just to, yeah. just to have a coach to help you get from where you are to where you need right. to go. And I, I think about, you know, as a little kid, there's all these things that you're learning when you're playing sports and, that's kind of the place where we first started hearing about coaching. Right. And now it, it is kind of a buzzword. Everybody talks about the power of coaching and I'm you know, I'm actually glad to to uh, to see that it, it has elevated itself to for people to have it's that much kind more of, common to yeah. have a coach. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I think it's because it's just this idea of perspective. I mean yeah. it, it gives us it, it's progress and perspective. It gives us a chance to make progress, but it also keeps us um it just keeps us grounded in what's really going on. Right. Sometimes it's hard to see ourselves how we're advancing or not advancing. Right. And then when we have a coach, you know, they can kick our tail a little bit. So I that's a good that's growing a good thing. up, you have a soccer coach, you have a football coach, baseball coach. But we become adults and we start leading companies and we a lot of us forget that we still need a coach. Just because we're in a different field and a different area, it's still really important. So I wanna ask you this, Randy, what are some things we've got people listening today? What do we look for in a good coach? Well, when I'm looking for a coach, I want I want somebody who's knowledgeable. I mean, I want somebody who really is able to have some expertise in whatever it is I'm needing to be coached in. I I want them to be helpful. I yeah. want them to, you know, to to have that perspective, to be able to see what's going on with me and how uh, they can help me make progress. Right. And and I think another thing to look for when you're looking for a coach is you want somebody that's committed to your growth. Hmm. And, and I think sometimes it's easy for a coach, uh, if it's not the right coach, to be thinking about their coaching, what they're trying to, to accomplish, which I understand in a sports team, that's right. one thing. They're trying to win games and all right. that. But it's a pretty clear goal. Yeah, exactly. But in this case, when you're looking for a coach to help you in an area, I think you want somebody that's going to be uh, committed to your growth. I think another thing you're looking for is you want somebody who's truthful. I mean, I, you want to – you don't want just somebody who's going to tell you what you want to hear. You're going to need somebody who's going to tell you what yeah, you need to pretty hear. Pretty direct. And, yeah, yeah they can be, yeah. yeah. And so uh, I, I think you want somebody who's truthful, somebody who's able to really speak into what it is you're, yeah. you're doing in, in a non-emotional way and really help you make progress. Right. So, And then I think one last thing I want to look for is, is uh, I'm asking myself, what is it I'm trying to get better at? So if I'm yeah. trying to get better at my communication – I'm probably not going to go to a coach who's not really good in communication. Whereas if I'm over here trying to think better about numbers or goal setting or some of those kind of things, I might have a different kind of coach than I do yeah. for my communication. So That's good. You want to you want to make sure your coach is able to be specific yeah. to what it is you're trying to make progress on. Man, a lot of good stuff, Randy. So, do you think everybody needs a coach? I actually do, and my mind sort of <laughs> changed on this a few yeah. years ago, or I'll just say my perspective broadened. And, and I'll tell you a couple of people who who made me really um, appreciate that just the power of a coach even more. 
So years ago, I remember when um, you, you'll remember Peyton Manning. You know, he was the, he was the quarterback for the Colts yeah. years ago, and and just was uh, at at a point was playing at the highest level. Maybe we've ever seen anybody play football as far as offensive. He just had such a command of everything going on, and so he was clearly at that moment those two or three years there a few years back, he was the best player in the world and and at, at that position. And I remember there were some stories uh, behind the scenes of a, of a guy who was Peyton's quarterback coach. Hmm. And this is this old guy named Tom Moore who was uh, – Tom Moore was probably in his 70s. That's He's awesome. over on the sideline. He looked yeah. sort of like a hobbit almost. Yeah. I mean, just a little guy, you know, old, gray, yeah. weathered, leathered skin and – and uh, it was so cool to to see that relationship between the two guys, and uh, even even later on, you hear these stories about uh, Peyton going back to Duke and when uh, meeting with the guy who was his coach at Tennessee, but a guy named David Cutcliffe who is the coach at Duke now, or um, you know, and I, I'm thinking about that, and I'm thinking, here's the guy who's the best player on in the world. If anybody's got an excuse, if, if, if anybody who could say, "What's anybody mm-hmm. going to teach me?" It would it would have been Peyton Manning in that moment, and yet he was a guy who was going to those guys who were much older, much wiser, much had a different perspective. Again, they were right. able to help him see things about his game that he couldn't see in the moment, and so. I just, I just really, my appreciation for the power of a coach. I'm thinking, here's the best guy in the world. So if he needs a coach, then I certainly need somebody to coach me. Yeah. And the same thing back during that time was going on with, uh, with Tiger Woods. Yeah. Uh, he was, you know, kind of playing golf at a yeah. very high level yeah. for 15 years or so. And, but it was, I mean, there were a lot of things going on, a lot of factors yeah. that kind of, you know, sidetracked him. But one of the things that really changed the level of his golf was. When he changed coaches, he 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 actually ended up leaving one coach and going to another one. And when he did, his golf sort of fell off for a while. And so mm-hmm. um, he you know he just maybe missed the the power not, of the coach yeah. he had in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I will say this: here's a guy again. Yeah. Nobody would have argued at that time that this guy's playing golf yeah. at the highest level maybe right. we've ever seen. Right. And yet here he is with a coach. And so mm-hmm. again, I think if you've got the best people in the world, and you can look across all sectors now. From CEOs to right. great athletes to you know musicians to mm. they all have teachers they all have coaches and so I think there's a there's just something so to this be whole idea there. of just we should always be learning always be moving it's always that, be it's growth mindset yeah. right yeah that's awesome well Randy why is it important not only to have a coach but to be a coach to people yeah that's a great question I think we get to this point where as leaders we sometimes we neglect our own coach coaching you know being coached by someone else but but i think we all can relate to this idea that that if we're going to be in in leadership we're going to have people that we're going to need to uh manage lead however you want to say it you know and and i and i think there's a perspective shift that can happen from being a manager to a coach and i think Mm -hmm. when that happens it really can take our organizations and other people to the next level so yeah i think it's really important to not only have a coach but to to think like a coach i think every leader should be thinking Mm -hmm. like a coach they should be looking at people that are coming behind them people they're 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 trying to help or needing to help and and asking how can i add value to this person how can i invest in them because there's nothing better than seeing you know, someone that yeah. you're investing in, they're getting better. That's a, that's a really cool thing. Was there a moment in, in your life as a coach where you kind of went from this, okay, I've got a coach, I'm learning to 
you were kind of like, man, I'm coaching somebody right now. Was there a, a mental shift there? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I I, I had uh, I had been uh, an athlete in college and and through high school, and remember all these coaches I had had, and then I end up being 22, 23 years old, mm-hmm. graduated, and pretty quickly I found myself uh, in an environment where I was coaching a basketball, a high school basketball team. And it was just this, there's, there's a whole different thing in, in being on the other side of the whistle, you know, where yeah, it, it shows you a whole nother perspective. It's just a whole other deal. And it took me a while to learn that, um, that, you know, the really that being a coach mm-hmm. is about the, pl- the player. It's yeah. not about you as the coach. And, yeah. and I think that's a, that's an important, um, you know, reminder for us, if we're going to coach other people, a lot of times we're coaching them to help us get better results. Mm. If we're not careful, we can fall into that trap that just about our bottom line, rather than how can I really add value to this person? How can I help them improve and make progress? So I I think, yeah, and that, that, it took me a little while to learn that, but I think it's big though, when a leader goes from, when you learn to coach, you become a better player because you learn to see both sides of it. Yeah, well, I, I quit playing, but I will say as a leader, <laughs> as a leadership coach, yeah, there's a lot of times when you're you're speaking in the life of somebody else, you're realizing, man, I got to be living out what I'm saying. And I think, I think, yeah, it keeps you sharp when you start trying to help somebody else, for Huge. sure. There's no question. Huge. All right, so we're leaders, we're listening, and we've got people we want to coach. What are three to four questions maybe that we can ask when we use to coach other people? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So I think the first question I always ask uh, that person that I'm trying to coach is, um, is what are you trying to accomplish? You know, what are you, what is, are you really trying to get better at doing? What, what is it? What's your goal? If you want to use that language. Mm. And I think if, if they can't, um, identify that up front, then you need to, to make them identify it before you begin a journey. You know, there's no need to really, uh, just, you know, spitball at the wall kind of stuff. You really want to get to a point where you can help them focus on what is it that you're you're really trying to do. So that's good. Uh, that's good. I actually heard a leader this last week. I was doing an event and there was a lady there who was helping with this thing and and she talked about this idea of this focus uh, on a goal and I, I will actually kind of take this into my my thinking as a coach. She said that there's this. She uses this little one two three. Hmm. Um, method and she said there's always it's always powerful to choose what is the one thing I want to do uh so what's the goal right. in other words what's that focal point like what am I trying to accomplish yeah. basically like I said the most clear like narrow just, just to say what is it that you're trying goal, to do yeah. yeah and then and then the second thing she said is like what are two things that I need to do to make that happen mm-hmm. and and so the one goal the two things and then and then the third question or the third the three is that who are the three people who can help me that's so it's right. one goal, two things, and three people, and I and I thought that was good. Hmm. And so it's just again, it's just having that focal point is powerful, but breaking it down into bite size. Okay, here are the steps we're going to need to take if we're going to go toward that, and then here are the people I'm going to need to help me get there. And so I think as a coach, those are some you know those are some good things to think about. Some good questions. A, a, a second big question I would ask is what are the barriers that are keeping you from your goal? So if you have a goal to uh, to be you know, uh, great in a certain area. One of the things a lot that, that, uh, sidetracks us a lot of times are these barriers that pop up might be fear. Mm -hmm. It might be resources. I mean, there's a lot of different barriers, but I think when we can identify those barriers, then we can wrestle them to the ground. So I think as a coach, again, you're just trying to help them have perspective on 
What just another is, set of eyes and just another just set of eyes you. that you you know, and you're able to see some things that that maybe, maybe they're not able to see. You're really not in the heat of the battle like they are, and right. so you got to remember that and and uh, be willing hmm. to speak truth. And I guess the third question I always ask is is uh, how can I help you? You know, I mean, again, what are they looking for from the coach? It's yeah. not uh, it's not what am I trying to bring as the coach. It's it's how can I help them. Wow. And so if I can if I can bring that heart where I'm trying to really help you get to where you want to go, then I, I can lend some valuable perspective. Yeah. And I and I would just say this. I mean, it's a, it is an investment to have a coach. You know, some people right. are investing in a in a coach with time and and uh, and and opening themselves up to a mentor or whatever. And then some people are you know they're looking for accelerated results right. and they'll hire a teacher or or a coach or somebody. And, right. and so they're really investing in that and. <laughs> And yet I would say that if you start making progress, you know, if I told you you could cut, I don't know, 10 shots off of your, your golf score, yeah. would you would you be willing to pay a coach to do that? A lot of people would say, you know, yeah. well, I shoot 110. Yeah. If, I, if I shot 100, I really wouldn't care. But yeah. if you're shooting 80 and you could cut, you know, 85 and you could it's cut 10 deal. shots off, a lot of people would say, yeah, I'd be willing to invest in that. So, again, what are you trying to gain? I mean, what are you really yeah. trying to get to? And, and, and I think you, you can't invest enough to uh, – to get to a place of greatness. I mean, I think it's mm. a, a powerful thing. So uh, those would be Huge. a few questions, you know, what are they trying to accomplish and how can yeah. I help, you know, start with that and then, and they'll break it down and then go back you and go from there. And did you do what you said yeah. you were going to do? You know, that does accountability. Account- yeah, yeah, exactly. Accountability is huge in coaching. I think if yeah. you've got to be vulnerable, you got to be open, man. That's awesome. Randy, what about say you've been, say, you know, maybe you've been my coach for five years and I'm at a place now where the goal is a little bit different than when we started is it okay to change coaches? How, how what does that process look like for leaders? I think it's absolutely okay to change coaches. I, I think it's much like an athlete. You know, there are um, there are times when athletes will change teams, and they'll do that. Oftentimes, we see they'll chase a contract yeah. and go get money and all that kind of stuff. But there are times when uh, we look at people and we say, "This coach has helped me get to where right. I could get with with that voice." And I need a fresh voice. I need somebody who who's got a different perspective. Or now I'm at this other place, and I'm looking to grow in this new area, and so maybe I need a new coach. And so there's times when it makes sense to stay with a coach for a long time, um, maybe even a lifetime with yeah. some people. But it may, then, it may just look different. But you know, but there are other times when you know if you're if you're needing something different and a new voice, you've got to you got to decide that. But I think it goes back to am I still growing? And if that coach is has got me still growing, then why would I leave? I mean, I've got all that relational uh, and emotional investment in the bank, so yeah. to speak. And so it would make no sense to leave that if if that person is still helping me right. make progress. But if they're not, then, you know, it's okay to it's okay to move on and 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 to uh, look for somebody who can help me make progress. Yeah. So I think that, you know, that really comes back to the individual. But I think you you just you want to ask yourself, is this person helping me make progress? And if they are, then you probably got the right coach. Right. Man, that's that's huge, Randy. Well, just to recap today's conversation, I think it's important for all of us to find a coach, find a mentor, find somebody who can speak into our lives because sometimes they they see things that we don't see. Uh, they they have a different perspective, and sometimes for us, it's important to also learn to be a coach to the people that look up to us. Uh, Randy, why don't you share those questions real quick again? Those three to four yeah. questions. I, again, I'd just say, what are you trying to accomplish? Uh, what are the barriers that are keeping you from your goal? How can I help you if I'm, you know, if I'm their coach? I mean, I, again, those incremental steps we could break down. And then I like, 
what my friend shared the other day that, you know, helping them identify what's the one goal, what are the couple of action yeah. steps, who are the two or three people that are going to be able to help. And that one, two, three mindset, I think those are some some good things we can, you know, ask that person. Huge. Thanks so much for your time today, Randy. Is there maybe one final thought you want to leave with our listeners today? Yeah, I think it would be to uh, to, to do just two things. This this this, this final thought would be a, a two sided coin here. I would say first, find a coach. You know, find somebody that can help you make progress. Yeah. And then the second thing is not only find a coach, but to be a coach. You know, Huge. and I think as we as we we try to get better ourselves, and then we try to help others get better. You know, to me that that's a, that's a that's pretty healthy way. That is what it's all about. So yeah, that that would be it. Find a coach and be a coach. Awesome. Well, I hope today's conversation has encouraged you and challenged you in new ways. And maybe you're a leader out there. You're saying, man, I want a coach, but I don't know where to look. Well, I, I want to challenge you to reach out, check out integrateleadership.com. You can email Randy at randygravit.com. Randy and his team of coaches have a huge spread of skills and wisdom that can help you whatever you're leading, whatever you're going through. And I think that would be a great resource. But until next time, we'll find you right here on the Randy Gravit Leadership Podcast. Thank you.